Hi, guys. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at HYS the podcast. That's our name everywhere. Leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Like, comment, subscribe, all the things. Thanks, guys. Welcome to Have You Seen the Podcast, the podcast where we force our friends to watch the things they normally would never watch. Each week, we take turns picking a movie, an episode, our favorite piece of media, watch it and discuss whether we love it, hate it, or are completely indifferent. We've got Declan. Hello. We've got me, Raina, and I'm just doing this in the order we're sitting. Mel. Yes, I am sitting next to Raina. <laughs> and I wrote last and certainly least, Neil. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Classy. Classy. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, I mean that's that's the elevator pitch. Welcome to episode one, season one. Wow. <laughs> we made it, you guys. We made it. We made it. We're excited. Yeah. Episode one. Wow. Um, guys, I'm totally gonna leave this after this episode. Yes, so it's really know. only downhill. It's from only, this is the only fifty one seconds in. You're already over. <laughs> and I'm done. Well, um, so each week we're each gonna be picking a, a thing. We're gonna be watching it. We're gonna be talking about it. Um, and I get to go first, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, like I said, it's things that we would normally never watch. It doesn't have to be because we don't want to watch it. Sometimes life happens. You just don't have time. You'd rather rewatch the Vampire Diaries for the millionth time. Can't start another Jackie. Starting a new show. So yeah, we're just we're we're diving in deep, and we have no rules on what can be picked. You can pick hardcore, full penetration pornography if you would like. Whoa, um, which we have danced around. <laughs> Okay, good to know. Full good penetration, to know. Keep uh, that in the back. Interesting. Or, As if we haven't already talked about it. Or, strangely, you could pick the sequel to a movie where watching the first one is very necessary to the enjoyment of it. Whatever you want. No rules. What What's partial penetration? If I'm, I just, I just, I just, <laughs> just the tip. Seriously. Just the, all right, well, good to know. Just the tip. Popular enough hands. to have to specify it's full. <laughs> it's not the, it's like, real hands. member. That's what it is. Member? All right. It's the 70s? Okay. So... Without further ado, have you guys seen The X-Files? Nah, nah, nah. I've only <laughs> seen like silence. Maybe like two or three episodes. I've really, really? you've never, seen that many? If that. Like I didn't I've, even know. I've seen and it, it really of those is probably just bits and pieces. I was never like I knew people who were into it. I do love sci-fi, but like it was just never something that I got into as a kid okay. when I was okay. growing up. I knew of The X-Files and saw it on TV oft often. When I was young, I was like, ooh, I don't want to watch that. That's going to be too spooky. And then I got older and I was like, ooh, I don't want to watch that. That's not close enough to porn. <laughs> <laughs> so not so, Dawson's Creek. Right. So I was watching The Dirty Shows. And um, <laughs> it wasn't that. until Becoming Your Friend that I was like, wow, really, you know, come hell or high water, I am watching The X-Files. I, I got to find a way to make peace with this. I literally came up with the idea for this podcast to make you guys watch The X-Files. Yeah, we know. Um, Declan. Uh, well, okay. So I watched the X Files when it first came out. It was always on after the Simpsons, so that was partly why I watched it as much as I did. It was. I forgot about it. It was that. always on after the Simpsons, and I remember watching it a lot. And then uh, one of the main characters, Mulder, who I'm sure we'll talk about, goes away as a part of the Spoilers. as a part of the uh, the show, and they bring in a, a replacement character for Mulder for a number of seasons, and then Mulder comes back, and I remember. Like I, so I don't really remember a lot of the episodes. I just remembered that I watched the end of the show, being like, "Finally, I'm gonna get all the answers," 
And then uh, the, uh, the series finale, the series finale. And then I remember I was watching something else on another channel because back then you had to like switch yep. back and forth between channels. And so I was watching I it. I was like, yeah, oh, OK, this that. is the last three minutes of the show. I'm going to get all the answers. And I switched away to another channel. And when I came back, I caught the last like 12 seconds <laughs> of the show <laughs> and then thought that I like just missed I'm trying the, to think all the of answers. what you could have missed. I didn't miss anything. I didn't realize that until way later. All deck was always, okay, it's closed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mulder's end. like, I'm glad we found the truth. Then he just closes a giant book or something. Um, wow, interesting. But I will say that I have not really watched it since then. So I knew it when it was on originally. And my experience with it now is just being married to you. Cool. We are married, by the way. I was going to say, spoiler alert. Oh, my God. Wow. Way to just We're married to, respectively. We're really going to describe this We're relationship well. <laughs> married to each other. Okay. Uh, interesting. I guess I'll do mine, too. Um, I've loved The X-Files since I was a child. I'm, I've always loved it. I'm obsessed with it. Why? I have, like, this going in and out of obsession with it. Um, sometimes I'm just, like, so over it. I would say every three years I rewatch it. Would All you of it? No. It's a lot. Just like specific so episodes or seasons or what? Like, Yeah, I'll cherry pick. It. Okay. I would say I, I chronologically cherry pick episodes from each season. Sometimes not the same episodes I watched the last time. Would you say it's an unhealthy obsession that you have? What are you, why are you I'm trying just asking. to be my therapist right now? No, no I would say it's perfectly healthy. Okay, good. This podcast is a lot of things. <laughs> it's a healthy is session. not. <laughs> um, I, when the, when the movie came out, the, I want to believe movie came out in 2008, someone from NPR found me on Facebook, which is so random. And they interviewed me about the show. Cause I was huh. like a young what? fan. Yeah. You can Google it. I think, um, never have, would not want to hear it. Uh, have but to. I said it totally on to the air. I said that Mulder and Scully were like, I thought of them as my parents, <gasps> which I think was very telling. My parents heard that. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't think they were paying us any child support. But I think that like it, it definitely was there for me in a time in my life. Huh. Like I had I have five siblings um, and my dad, he travels to Japan a lot for work. And so I think I just like kind of felt like. Like I didn't have anything that was my thing. I was the youngest. Sure. And I just like once I discovered the X Files, like the stars aligned for me. I had like this crew of supernatural investigators who, you know, those are my people. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have because you were twelve. I, you didn't get to yeah. <laughs> and, I was and actually like eight, nine, like too oh, young. Sorry. Should not have been watching it. And as a young supernatural investigator, you were like, oh shit, these are my parents because obviously my real like normal people parents can't be the right parents. Yeah, that's another interesting thing. Um, is that when I was a, a kid, like I definitely did not care as much about Mulder and Scully banging. Like it just didn't occur to me. Mm -hmm. I was like nine years old, but I've had two different relationships with the show. Cause now as I'm older, I'm like fucking, they can get it. Like mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. definitely have a different feeling about the show now, but, um, that, that's cool too. You know, I think that, both so we're not watching porn right now? Wait, I do want to just say. I, I, oh always, my God, I wish. We're the, never mind. I always that. thought that <laughs> one <laughs> of them was an alien. Huh. Just like from whatever knowledge, I thought that one of them, it was like Men in Black. Mm, but like, Neither of them were aliens in Men in Black. No, I know. But like they had wow. aliens that worked with That's the Men so in Black. That's so funny that you say like that, that right That's when what I, I made a thought. deep fake joke, which we're going to go right past that. But um, they, someone made a, a deep fake Men in Black scene with Mulder and Scully's faces on two characters from really? Men in Black. It's really funny. I'll show you after this. It's like the scene where he's like, 
I need sugar. Oh yeah, more sugar. Sure. Yeah, they put. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah the, he's like he's wearing skin hanging off your bones. He's wearing an <laughs> yeah. egg So they put Scully's face on that woman who has amazingly has red hair that's like the same color, wow. and they put his face on. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, um, yeah. So I think that we're good to watch it. I think that. Are you guys ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm good to go. Well, yeah, and just yeah, to thing. set the tone, the whole this whole first round, right, is all of our favorite stuff oh yeah so going forward well a couple things going forward going forward this uh segment that you're hearing now which is introducing or watching we're going to do at the end of each week so at the end of this episode neil's going next week he's going to introduce to us what we're going to be watching and we have no idea what it is but we're going to find out um <laughs> we genuinely don't know we're not even lying to you guys and the we first do that. four episodes uh the theme we're we're doing uh every four weeks we're doing a theme and right now the theme is just your your fate your thing whatever is your like you force people to watch what's yeah. the thing your you soulmate would... show movie media whatever cool that you that you desperately want your friends to watch and they never do <laughs> or maybe they do and they're like no we love it and <laughs> and they're no on, you don't and they're God, on this their is gonna phone air the whole a time. lot of problems that's from another night, thing just so you know. <laughs> no we're not doing any phones we're giving it our full attention oh yeah of how but, often have you recommended a movie or a tv show and your friend is sitting there on the phone their phone the whole time and at the end they're like i didn't really care for it i didn't get it you're like of course you didn't Yep. yep. On your full immersion, yeah. full penetration on these kind of shows. <laughs> I feel like part of, of that mind. is whatever you're watching is to do your best to have an open mind so that you can, with the best charity of the open person it recommending right it, yeah, do your best to find the value in it, whether or not you see it yep. at the end. And here's where you come in, audience. You can tell us your things too. And we hope that you'll watch with us every week. And we hope that you haven't seen it. Yeah. So for either X-Files fans or people who want to watch along, we're going to be watching um, the episodes Pusher and Small Potatoes in seasons three and four, respectively. We're going to hop on in there. And then uh, after these four weeks are up, we're going to be picking themed from a hat. And it's going to kind of um, help us. Be al- am- amalgamous? I don't know why you're using that word. No, nope, it's the wrong not. word. That Lacking a, a shape? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm. In fact, we're actually going to more shape yeah, yeah. So. don't you think it's important that i know the word amalgamous um, do you though okay 50, so 50, 50 50 um but just as an example some themes going forward will be do you guys remember any we, there was one that was too hot to handle and i have no idea what i'm yeah. gonna pick for that yep, there was, yep. also, yeah. there was yeah. stuck on a desert island wars yeah yeah, war stories. It's not. It's <laughs> a great one. Anyway, there was performances. So that's just a, performances was that's one. a taste of things to come, but um. Let's yeah, dive let's, right in. let's dive right in. Our first segment is actually synopsis. So I'm going to read synopses for both episodes. The first one we watched, the synopsis is Mulder battles a manipulator when the agents are assigned to a case involving a man seemingly capable of bending people to his will. And then the second episode, Small Potatoes, is bizarre pregnancies draw the agents to a small town where a suspect is nearly impossible to identify, which doesn't seem that correct. They identify him like almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Within exactly. the first five minutes, they're like, wait a minute, is it this weird you don't have janitor a fucking tail. with a huge Crusty scar, on his, scar on his butthole? Yeah. Um, That's where I keep my tail. Uh, That's where we all do, because we have tailbones. Yeah, Melanie was getting into oh the science my of God. it. Um, let's, so we did synopsis. Let's do uh, our second segment, which is hot takes. Ooh. A brief, hot, quick reaction from each of you guys. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's hear it. I mean, I don't know. Declune. Declune. Yeah, go, you go first. His name is Declan. Declune is an insider. Yeah, I was going to say Declan. <laughs> but also, it's his name. 
I was I was into it. Um, the it, it was very like cinematic-y. Uh, the music had it, it was throwing me a couple of times because in which episode? Both, Both of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, there were times when the music was great, and then there were the times when I didn't like the sounds that I was hearing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about it. Mark Snow is the composer. Mark the Snow files, is so the composer. Yes, I will call him. I'll send him an email right <laughs> friggin' now. Um, no, I liked it. Uh, uh, I think I liked the juxtaposition of the two episodes that we watched because one felt like real serious and the other one felt a little like uh, lighthearted comedic. And I liked the lighthearted comedic vibe more. So knowing that there were two types of feels in the episodes made it made me want to know like, oh, OK, this show has some like versatility and like how each episode might feel potentially. It's Melanie. Okay, my name is Melanie. <laughs> just like no, it's Declune. No. <laughs> um, hot take is I noticed the severe height difference between uh, Mulder and Scully. <laughs> severe. I noticed it ever increasing the throughout the last, the specifically the second half of the last episode. They were walking up the stairs at one point, and he was like bending down, and I was like, well, you know, why would they choose to give her the umbrella? Um, cause she's coming in with a, a height deficit. Um, that being said, I did very much enjoy both of the episodes. I agree with Declan. It is interesting to see like the coverage that they will take on the X files of it all, like the unnatural things. Um, one was a clearly very unnatural man, the tailbone thing, not so much, but the fact that he can shape shift pretty wild. Um, and the other guy was essentially just a like amazing, hypnotist he was a telepath yeah no he was a hypnotist well i think he was a hypnotist and (laughs) it was like it reminded me of now you see me where woody harrelson is a hypnotist so uh, all i'm saying is like nowadays we'd probably just have a show where we actually follow a real life like chris angel david blaine (laughs) interesting so i think it was really good i like the dynamic that they have it's a little strange because it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is he always more right than her? Yes. So every single thing that they do, to a certain extent, like she says something and he's like, no, this is really the right thing. And yep. she's like, but why would you think that? And he's like, yep. I just fucking know it's right. I yeah. have a gut feeling. Every time. Every time? Like, every okay. Time. Basically. So yeah. that's an inter- it's just interesting to me that because I feel not that it would be repetitive, but to a certain extent, like it for it feels very um, misogynistic to a certain extent, <laughs> which is surprising to me. I guess is is what I'm getting at. Um, but I like it. It's not like I wouldn't huh. sit here and and say I wouldn't watch the rest of the series. I I could definitely see myself getting into it. I like their um, relationship between each other. She's hot. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, but like, I think that I think that's also a thing for me, though, is like, I never thought she was hot. Like when I was growing up, like I was not like she was not like a she seemed matronly. Yeah, uh, maybe that, but like just more like a plain <laughs> Jane to me. Yeah, it was it was just not like a. But like looking at it now with like older eyes, I'm like, damn, she's she hot. Get it. Yeah. And yeah. she has also aged exquisitely. She is yeah. somehow more beautiful now than then and just you know good for good for you yeah good for you yeah <laughs> um well i kind of want to ha- respond which i think maybe we should have a segment for that going forward but i have some things to say i wish i'd wrote them down as you were talking because i don't remember all of them i don't 
know how effective it would be, about. Raina, because one of the things I wrote down was girl punch face. <laughs> Stellar notes, Mel. So, perfect. Stellar um, notes. So I even if say, you had written it down, you might still be Are like you talking me about the like, girl who got punched in the face? It was that girl. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I got punched in the face. In the, the FBI agent in the first episode. Oh, I just she wanted got, to. Uh, she got sucked yeah. in the face. I wanted to get back to that, obviously, because I was like, mm, girl punch face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need this one. I'm going to document this. Um, Girly well, what you were saying face. about their height, that's really interesting. I find it hot. But also, from a behind-the-scenes perspective, yes, she is like five foot or something like that. Significantly smaller, and which he's paints like, an interesting picture. Yeah, he, they actually have her in a lot of scenes. It's pretty wild how the difference in their height changes so frequently because they have her stand on an apple mm. crate a lot of the time just to make their, like, just to fit them in the same shot. So just, sometimes she's like not that much shorter than him, but when you have a scene where they're like walking downstairs, she can't be on a crate, so she'll look like a full foot shorter than him. Yeah. It's very strange. It's an interesting it's dynamic. A, yeah, it really is jarring. And there's something else you said that I wanted to respond to. Hit 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 get hit the highlights. Uh, I said things the like telepath. Yeah, um, hypnotist. I said things like. Girl punch face. <laughs> <laughs> Classics like Nailed. that. Nailed it. Let I me come back to it. I'll respond to that. Walking up the stairs, her holding the umbrella instead. Oh, well, I guess what I was going to say with that is that at least they're walking next to each other mm-hmm. because there was, they used to have early on in the series, they didn't want to like do the romance thing at all. They really wanted to stay away from that, especially the first couple seasons. So what they would do was have rules where they're not allowed to touch each other. Um, and when they would arrive at like a witness's house or something, he had to walk a couple steps ahead of her. Huh. That I think is a little sexy. Massage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in response to what you were saying, oh, about him always being right. And then that ties into what Melanie was saying when we were watching it, which is like, how could she not believe after a certain She point? literally sees the impossible every case and she's like, there's just no way it's that That's, Everyone says that. There's a million memes of like, Scully can fucking see a shapeshifter. And then the next week is like, Mulder, they couldn't possibly be a shadow demon. Right. But like, <laughs> right. It's but just like, to, which, to And I feel strongly about this. And I don't know how many X-Files fans out there also feel strongly about it. But like Mulder is right because they write him right. It's like sure. Louis C.K., uh, may he rest in peace. He has this <laughs> <laughs> his career. May no, he rest really. in peace. Yeah. He had this joke back in the day that um, was I really like, and I'm sure you've heard me reference it, is that he's not impressed that Clifford the Big Red Dog is big and red because they drew him big and red. You're not going to be sure. like, whoa, look how big he is. It's a drawing. Yeah. And so Mulder, everyone's like, Mulder's such a dope badass. He's always right. He's always a dumb bitch and never believes him. <laughs> and that's like, some people are that yeah. extreme the way they phrase it. Some people are just frustrated and bothered. But for me, I'm like, that's my girl. She shows up every week. She's out here for science. Mm. He's mm. saying shit sometimes don't make no sense. Got no evidence for it. And of course he's right because they just write him right and he just is right. And she's out here. There's one episode where like there's this they they take this um like an old man takes a photo of a woman and when it prints out it's like a crazy photo. I think you saw the beginning of that one. Anyway, um it's a crazy photo of her screaming and they're like how could this have happened? And Skelly is like looking at it. she's like hmm, the film's out of date and it's sitting on top of a heater. Maybe the ink is bleeding. And he's like <laughs> Skelly it's obviously psychic photography. <laughs> you're like, what? But Why? it is. True. But here. guess what? It is. Yeah, of course it is. And she's sitting here desperately coming up with all these logical reasons why that make, just trying to come up with anything to explain it. But he comes in with the Hail Mary psychic photography. And of course he's right. I'll but say, I respect well, but that she's I'll say out it's here. cool though, because like for the second episode that we watched, he says it almost instantly. He's like, he knows 
they're like shape shifting or they're something along those lines. Yeah, exactly. They're, yeah, but it's cool to watch their like. You so if I think about it from like the normal trope of like TV shows of like a problem is created and then they like or like crime dramas of like we solve the the steps to get to it. It's like no, I know what the answer is, and then you just watch this like, well, how are you gonna like have like a cool banter dynamic and like humorous thing like him and getting impersonated by this guy mm-hmm. and that whole like yeah they raise the stakes well on it they they do it in a way that's a very it's it breaks a lot of norms that I would assume for most crime dramas. And that, and this is one of the first kind of crime drama situations, I guess I would say. I don't know if that's true. How many other crime drama shows were really? This is the only one at that time. <laughs> no, like no, but like crime drama like SVU and like all these other things of like situational issues that happen right now, and like sure. we're gonna like develop ourselves throughout them. Like, that's an interesting point, Neil. Uh, th- th- that does raise a point of what I wanted to say it was kind of a two parter. So. When I originally thought of the show, before I watched the show, I thought it was basically like like E.T. with his big finger, like touching Mulder on the head and being like, I'm an alien. Yeah, right? <laughs> and exactly. Then, okay. But that's what I imagined. I was like, all of the episodes are just about like alien creatures and I just couldn't care less about sci-fi. So I didn't want to watch it, which in reality, it's more like real life things and how there's a supernatural aspect to it, which I actually love. Totally. Now, which, oh, hold on. So the only thing that I find interesting to your point of like, Mulder's or Scully's always being like, but Mulder in the second episode, that makes more sense because Mulder immediately is like, I guarantee you he's a shapeshifter. And she's like, yeah, I mean, maybe, but is it possible that it's more real? Hear you, hear you. you. However, (laughs) if I may suggest an alternative. But in the first episode, he's like, bitch lit himself on fire because he was being hypnotized and she's like Maybe no he was depressed. he was he wasn't and he's like no we literally both watched him do it we watched him be like please stop me and that's where i have a harder time with with her denials and it's interesting to like have us as like new watchers immediately like pop onto the tropes that everybody who yeah. for a lifetime is like yes everybody complains about that all the time but like it's clearly glaringly obvious especially if you're in like three seasons you're in you're like 40 yeah, episodes we're like, everybody knows that like, melanie Girl. well no i mean every, i mean i think that it becomes more obnoxious probably but, when you're watching sure seasons and seasons which i have not done in a really long time like, it's like beaten watch over the head with pilot it. to yeah. finale from premiere she's to just finale. so ready to deny literally what's in front of her face too i she's honestly like, no though, it's not that if i'm if i'm if I'm being for real, which, you know, I got to be, uh, <laughs> um, I feel like if you like teleported me into that show, I also wouldn't believe any of this dumb shit. And I, every time I'd be like, okay, 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 okay. Sure. Watching this a man a light himself on fire. This guy's a shapeshifter. Sure. Okay. This guy can control mine. Sure, sure, sure. And then the next week you show me this photo, I'm going to be like, the film's out of date guy. And it's on top of a heater. No, yeah. like, no, it's not. Just because. It's no, I know. But just because. Psychic photography. Though? <laughs> <laughs> but just because that's real. Why does it now mean everything of real. course of course i'm but just saying there's varying levels because we know of like, it's a show we're like well it is girl we know it is come right, on you're right, in the for sure <laughs> anyway but this segues pretty nicely into uh i want to kick off our next segment which Ooh. is general discussion oh and i want to kick it off uh with like kind of like a synopsis of the show which seems really late to do but um, do it. it was never too late. It, it kind of works because you were saying that you like how you, you thought it was going to be like really like E.T. alien shit. Yeah. And 
there are episodes like that, but well, not ET, but there are episodes that are about the alien stuff and there are episodes that are about the government conspiracies. But what I really like about the show is that it's all really, even those episodes are really rooted in the pain of him losing his sister, which is something that is like so relatable because like we, if you don't have a sibling, you have someone you're close to and we can all imagine um, losing. Wait, yeah. who, who lost it? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. For the context. Yeah, well, I'm about to start it. But gotcha. so even the alien episodes kind of have that context. And that context is <laughs> that uh, so when Mulder was 15, he lost his sister. She they were hanging out. And then she was for the first like 20 something years of his life. He just thought she was abducted or went missing. And he, he ended up going to Oxford. And then he went to Quantico and became an FBI agent. And it was like a behavioral profile, like head of his class, top of his field just straight up like prolific behavioral profiler baller and then he underwent regression hypnosis and remembered that his sister was abducted by aliens right in front of him and so he's she was like, abducted which so, he thought just not by humans i don't know what he thought i haven't rewatched the early episodes enough maybe he mentions but i don't think they really go into it i i maybe he just completely blocked out the memory and i don't think his family his family is not the type to really talk about that kind of stuff so they probably didn't talk a lot about it but uh, so then, you know, he, he undergoes regression hypnosis, discovers the X-Files. The X-Files is a um, type of c- case that is unexplained by normal means. And it's typically for this show, it's all supernatural stuff. Theoretically, though, it could just be like a goofy, weird, hard to explain mystery. So he discovers all of these like unsolved cases that are filed under X. They explain in season five that it's called the X-Files because they ran out of space under U for unsolved. And so they've just put them all under X because it's X. There's nothing that well, starts with X. Why didn't they really. use V W? Why didn't well, they w, use V I mean, or W? X is cooler. I know. I'm just saying there are two also, letters in between maybe, U maybe and X. Maybe it's because X know. marks the spot. There you go. Well, extraterrestrial. Though. An extraterrestrial. Well, obviously See, we know that. We know that. Or is it like? He dated all. But what of about them, W? And like, all his who did thunk it? You know, who did <laughs> anyway, thunk it? Files. So he ends up tanking his career to focus and devote himself to the X Files. He moves into the basement office, and everyone creates this nickname for him that called Spooky, and they call him Spooky Mulder. And um, he becomes a laughing stock of the FBI. And then eventually, the pilot is when, uh, and you actually see Scully before you see Mulder, her walking into the FBI headquarters for her job interview. And she interviews, and she gets a job, and her job is basically because she's a medical doctor. Is to wear very ill-fitting pantsuits <laughs> with very thick <laughs> fabric. Um, so she, uh, yeah, her job is basically to, like, make him seem like an idiot by providing rational explanations for all of the kooky stuff that Which they investigate. And she's always wrong. Sometimes she's right, but the, <laughs> there's another aspect of the show that I like don't really want to get into, which is that she's Catholic. So anytime there's anything Ugh. kind of religious, more than not, like she'll kind of be the one that's right about it. But whatever. I think that Chris Carter, the creator, and I could be wrong about this, is I think that he's Catholic. So I think. But that but as we all know from the Catholic downfall, was she right? You know what <laughs> I mean? I don't think anybody but it's was usually, right. It's not. I mean, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't really want to get into it because I, I don't rewatch those episodes very frequently. So I can't even really speak to them f- to defend them or chastise them. But anyway, yeah. So like the whole thing is their dynamic. Um, I explained all of this to them before we watched the episode. And one of Neil's questions was like, oh, so is she like a villain at first? And no, they're basically like he brings her in 
and kind of shows her his world. And the first case that they work on is an abduction case. And he proves to her that like all these abductees are, are showing that they've like lost nine minutes of their lives. Like the clock suddenly leaps ahead nine minutes and he shows her that and proves it. So, and she, she's not bought into the whole thing, but she realizes like there's something to this. This is crazy. Yeah, There's something I'm not. So she's like, she kind of like trusts him and he trusts her right at the beginning. So do they move forward? Like, what you're telling me is more or less they are the laughing stock of the FBI, mm-hmm. their branch, for, yeah. or the X Files just as a whole, right? Yeah. This for boss sure. Skinner, right? Mm-hmm. He's the boss of the X Files, or he's like just yeah, an FBI he, he person oversees. who oversees no, he's other like the things dir- too. The FBI director, he's the assistant basically. director of the FBI, so he oversees other a lot of crews, other not just the X Files. Like the X Files, just okay. But the X Files, because it is an actual, it's never a thing that it's not an actual government conspiracy. Okay. He, the X-Files is his like problem child because he's, he's like, like mid- I'll never wrap this up. He's midway Skinner. Their boss is midway between like being part of the collusion and also wanting to help them. When you watch the show, that'll be an interesting dynamic to see. Mm. It's that thing of that, like, he wants to like move up in his career, but this really file is like that. a like dark yes. plague on him kind of situation. But also okay. consider Mm-hmm. If you're going to be the laughing stock of something, <laughs> being the laughing stock of the FBI is not so bad. You're <laughs> in the FBI. Being the laughing That's stock true. of a Taco Bell is way worse. Right. That's, That's my true. point. That's well, my point. hold up. Shout out to Taco Bell. I'm oh just going to say, Bell. nah. Yeah, we, this we episode. I mean, I love way, Taco Bell, but I don't want to be the laughing stock of it. Not, not Taco Bell. Not Taco now, Bell. We're not trying to. The, don't all of you, all of you Taco Bees out there, I hope you're not the laughing stock of your Taco Bell. I hope you're the champion. I hope you're the hero of your Taco Bell. The well, only other question I, I want to ask to that, though, <laughs> is so do they ever get the respect? Did the X Files ever Ooh, become something that's like. Like they're Rocky well Balboa running up the stairs and there's that's a da da They're like, you did it, X-Files. Final countdown. I feel like that's a complicated question. Now you're mixing things up here, okay? That's a complicated question. I will say no with caveats. You just have to watch if you want to really know what the caveats are. That's fine. I just was curious. There is a moment where like people listen to him and that happens, but I don't know. It's there's like 11 seasons of the show. Sure. So. <laughs> so and and on from that, just talking about like cool little tidbits of the show, you mentioned something while we were watching the first episode that there's like super fan or a super fan in the episode. Yeah. Who was that super fan? And does it happen often? You you were saying it was uh, Dave Grohl, right? From oh, the Foo Fighters? Dave Grohl. Yes. He do they do in- that often? There are like weird cameos of people and some of them are like if they're that brief, you know that that's just a non-actor yeah. who loved the X-Files. So Dave Grohl is just does a walkthrough in a scene in this episode or in a pusher, the season three episode we watched. Uh, other times I'm not like there's an episode. This is fucking crazy. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I could talk about the X-Files forever and yeah, I could do what I like. I could spout off forever. The, Cher was a huge fan of the X-Files and really, really? wanted to be in it. They wrote an episode. Tell me she was an alien. They no, they wrote an episode for her, but she had a schedule conflict. What? So, but she couldn't but make she it work as could, a super fan. What she couldn't do it, ass. but she let them use all of her music. Oh, so her music's in the whole episode, and then they just have her a silhouetted share uh, at the end that makes you think like a like a true. cut out of her. Like a big, it's a woman like, in a board? big share oh wig, God, and you're up. supposed to think it's share. With her, with her condoning this, That's thinking like, if I can't be there, at least my spirits right. in this. Spirit at least I'm the there, yeah, in effigy. That is an oh! insane. Wait, hang on. That's an insane episode. And I don't. I love the X Files, and the moment that I get to like talk about how much I love it, 
I don't want to spend too much of this time talking about the things that I don't like about it. Sure. But one of the things that I don't like about the X-Files and that I really need, if right up next to my love of it, I need to place on that same shelf my huge glaring reservations. And one of those things is um, non-consensual, like pregnancies among women hmm. it's a pretty consistent theme it was definitely prevalent in i mean small it was potatoes. really it's, yeah it's also in that share episode it's the same thing yeah. it's women being impregnated without their consent um and i don't want to spoil too much of things but it happens to scully at a certain point yeah there was a there's another episode on like Sort of related to what Rain is talking about, that where there's another um, there's another character who is impersonating Mulder, and the friggin' first thing this other impersonator does is try to sleep with Scully. Well, there's this, like, I mean, I get it. I get it. I don't. There's I get this it. I get it. Consistent theme of like doesn't mean it's not imposters like, trying to essentially duplicitously rape Scully. Yeah. And at what point does Fox? I'm gonna rename him because I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, thank you, Mel. Thank you. Yeah, I was so I ready for that, that conversation. Fox is the better choice. At what point does Fox say, "Well, every person who acts like me wants to fuck Scully"? Am I missing something? I she want to and fuck she fuck? seems pretty down to fuck these other people who they so, who look like me. Who look like me. So, so I, I, I find Scully. it hard to the the second time he's referring to, she's not as into it because she knows Check. she figures it out. They Check. give her a second chance to to figure it out, and she does. This one had no idea. However, um, how do they not talk about this afterward? I know. So, um, in the in the second episode, the bizarre pregnancies draw agents to a small town. Whatever the small guy, potatoes. yeah, the guy, small potatoes. The guy can shapeshift and look like whoever he wants, and so the pregnancies are a result of him shapeshifting into, in one case, Luke Skywalker to <laughs> a huge. Star totally Wars fan. cool. Love it. <laughs> yeah, we did you pick Love that it. as just low hanging fruit because no, you knew Neil? I'm surprised like, by that. Like you throw the I'm word Star Wars in, and Neil is I just. Forgot. In I feel like you, if if the roles were reversed, a, a nice slave Leia might do the trick for you. Or Padme. Are you How many times Padme do you think guy? I've tried to bribe Melanie into slave Leia? You haven't even done slave Leia? Never. Really? Why? Never. Whoa, that changes myself. a lot of things. Why? Why Never. do you respect slave Leia? Because if I get... Did myself- Wait, did you say why do you have respect for yourself? I did. That was a joke. But, <laughs> but also keep in mind, too. Life is long. That's you know? low hanging fruit. If I, but yeah, if but I, I don't want Slave Leia in sixty Leia, years. Thirty-two year old Slave Leia. Are we saying I've got like one more month to be hot Slave Leia? Well, I mean, I Slave Leia was it, technically probably. only like twenty-nine at the time when she filmed that. So, okay, well, I would okay tread carefully. But I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going? Um, I will not. I I feel like that would work on you too. You and thank you, Amanda. Whatever her name is. Do you want me to be Jabba the Hutt, though? Is that what you're trying to insinuate in this? Can he do that, though? I don't know what the (laughs) rules are. Can he turn into Jabba the Hutt? I guess. Can he change his body mass that much? Yeah. Yeah, can he just change into anything? Could he? No, wait, we're back on the shapeshifter now? They had the whole whole dialogue about how his his muscle system is different. So he can change the superficial aspect of his body. Right, right. He couldn't, like... He can't like replicate more Bro. mass. Well, but he but did. It, but, he's taller. But, but you guys have to consider Mulder. he did change True. his voice. But, but he was fat, also so maybe his, he, like, his dad's his dad's skeleton did not look like a normal 
human skeleton. Well, that's because it was it looked a little bit. Lime. No, but the even the head, the head seemed like a very he was a little velociraptor. You saw a photo of him. Yeah, that, because like, when drawing, he was that, he looked like a normal. But he's a shapeshifter. He, yeah, but exactly. when he looked like, how his do you dad, know what he really looked like? I don't know what his actual bones when he died. Maybe he can't change his bones. He can only change his. He can obviously change his bones. No, he cannot. It was his dermis. No, he does. He does get taller. It was a muscle layer. They should have cast a taller guy. I don't know what why they cast that little dude. Although that is um, he wasn't a little dude. That is Darren Morgan who played him. He's one of the writers, and oh. he, he uh, his brother Glenn Morgan is a longtime writer on the X Files, and uh, he wrote his he wrote his first episode in season three, and it was a banger. And he's kind of famous for uh, writing like the sillier, more funny, fun episodes of the X Files. Yeah. Uh, typically, at that time, the uh, the episodes <laughs> were more serious and straightforward, and. I, he was asked to write an episode in, in season three. Darren, the guy who played him. Actually, he was in the X-Files before. Do you remember in the first episode when he was in the checkout and he saw that magazine that had that crazy monster yeah. face on yeah. it? Yeah. That's from an earlier episode. That is the fluke man, like a fluke worm, but in the man form. That's a crazy episode. And he was in the fluke man suit. Huh. So was this like... So was this like his like nod to himself? Or no, because no, that was, that different was a different episode. Yeah. That was a huge coincidence. But yeah, he he wrote an episode and it's one of my favorites. Um, was so it or are you on the inside? So was what? Was it a coincidence or are you on the inside because oh, you picked yeah. both yeah, episodes? Yeah, what, what do you know? I, you know, I really... I, I, if there was... You could string two more clever thing episodes together than this. It's <laughs> <laughs> very loose. If anything, I could have just picked the other episode he was actually in. Yeah. So um, was the idea of this to be like a very like modern Twilight Zone feel? Do you think per do you chance? think you see that? Kind of, but th- yeah, I think that the Twilight Zone though kind of every episode takes place in a different world almost. Uh, but yeah, I think it was probably in- partially inspired. Um, or was Chris it Carter's just... a little cagey about whether or not uh, Scully's based on um, Clarice Starling, but I would say that that looks oh, pretty, it's like a dead ringer that's almost. Pretty clear to me. Yeah. Um, especially Who's Clarice Starling. I don't know. Uh, Silence, Silence of the, of the Lambs. Lambs. Cool. We're, oh, we're going to be watching that. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Don't you worry. You're going to be very familiar with Clarice. Uh, in just a few short weeks. Shoe short weeks. A shoe for weeks. Shoe short weeks. Yeah. So, I don't know. But let's... let's uh, Declan, you haven't said much. Yeah. Wait, what's what, your, what's what, your general discussion? Uh, <laughs> what would you like to discuss generally? Yeah, actually, <laughs> since you mentioned um, Twilight Zone. Yeah, this... this like Okay, so I really like this. Um... I definitely would continue watching it if I had never watched it all the way through. Because I have watched it through, I know some of the bumpier spots. Okay. I think I would, it's still worth watching, is what I would say. I don't but, even know why you need to phrase it like that. It's absolutely worth watching. Well, You've watched the whole thing? When it, when it Well, I have not. Okay, so I haven't watched the new seasons all the way through because they are a whole other thing. But um, I have. I did watch it originally when it was like originally aired. I, I, like okay. There were probably some episodes that I didn't watch. Because you were a young it. intellectual. I will. You were yeah, like I me. I suppose that Mel and I were fucking vagabonds, like, I guess. Watch, Jesus. find the boobies on regular cable television. Find them. <laughs> find that. the boobies. I did, absolutely yeah, did that. Absolutely. What are you talking about? Well, uh, the, the thing is, is that there I was... There are boobies I in was, this? What, no. Okay. But I didn't need there to be boobies because... I was in love with Scully as yeah. a girl. I was obsessed. She filled your cup. Mulder, lo- I loved him, but he didn't do a whole lot for me. And I think that now that I'm older, like, 
Jillian Anderson is just an incredible actress. She won the Emmy for this season, the second episode we watched. She oh, won the Emmy that year. Really? She's incredible. For the X-Files? Mm-hmm. She's really great in the show. And I'm not saying David Duchovny isn't great, but um, I just think that she just is such a standout to me. And I... Uh, She's I, a very classic feel to her. Like yeah. her facial features, her... Like the way that she just carried herself in these like episodes that mm-hmm. we watch. It's very like I could have put her in an old timey yeah. movie and she yeah, could have played Yeah, she does have a, a mid-Atlanticness to her. Yeah, I absolutely. Agree. But I also think, yeah, she is classic, but she is also uh, to your, Raina, just like preemptively calm down because she's a phenomenal oh actress. She really is. <laughs> yes. She is very natural on screen in a way that I think it shows the stark contrast of like, the weak points probably in David Duchovny's performances. He's not as great of an actor as she is. He's not bad, but he's not as good. Correct. <laughs> he seems more aloof. He he seems like yeah. he's like well, he going seems like the he's playing the smolder. But he's I'm like sh- a movie star oh God, type. He's not like an, out, he's not like an act like an artist. And I feel like that's really shitty to say. I hate saying that. I don't like that I said it because. These are my parents we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and I love David Duchovny. Well, he's not hurting. He's fine. He's you doing know, great. And he was I think that he was probably a little bit more natural in Californication to be honest, playing himself a little bit. Oof, and yeah. you bring you bring up and an interesting point though with the like semi parents thing and they're like weird hand holding, okay? Because it's it, all constant. It came up 3 times in this episode and it's very weird how they do it. We've solved the case. She just Whole slips hands. in and just puts her hand in his hand. It's constant. Like, when as FBI agents, let alone any sort of like police or whatever, Who have you seen it? them like just slip and hold hands together Listen. and be like, we're on the job right now. <laughs> let me, let me. Look, I've watched plenty of police officers Plus, just but... walking down the street holding hands. <laughs> hand in hand. Very yeah, Stop there, sir. <laughs> Damn, we got to let go of our hands. <laughs> good point, good point. At the same time, on three, one, two, no, you let go. No, you let go. Uh, honestly, I... <laughs> If I had a nickel, you know what I mean? I could live in a mansion with the amount of times I see that. <laughs> well, it's funny because you I start to notice when I am like now older, I think I just notice more nuances and performances than when I was nine and watching the show. Sure. And there are moments where like they'll start to walk from standing still and he'll put his hand on the small of her back and start to guide her. And I'm like, that's Ugh. everything to me. As a fan of the prof- two of them, but of as an adult woman, I'm like, feminist, I'm like, don't touch me. Yeah, <laughs> don't touch me. If any of my coworkers guiding me through a doorway put their hand on the small of my back, I'd be like, excuse me. Right now, obviously, Skelly's thinking, yes, right, right, because Skelly, <laughs> Skelly is, does want. It's him, funny correct? because anybody who knows Raina no. knows that this kind of thing would not fly. You tell me you but saw that because this is something that is specific to Raina, she's like, no, nah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it fly. Freaking twenty. Twenty-five years later, they're still in the top ten. Like they call them, like best ships, whatever. The most shipped characters relationship. And not only are they in the top ten ships, the X Files started at the dawn of the internet, and when the term shipping was invented during the X Files about Mulder and Scully. Interesting. No, so, I feel like shipping's been around because no, I. I doubt it. No, well, it's literally in its a th- literal it's, sense it's, it's of a shipping fact. a product. Well, sure. No, I just had shipping no. a product. What are you just talking about in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure ships have a been package. around for hundreds of years, Arena. <laughs> Only uh, hundreds. Arena. <laughs> um, it, it, yes, I would agree with you. It's it's incredibly inappropriate for a male 
employee or counterpart to be like, allow me to escort you. Yeah. I mean, it's unless like, he's doing it with everybody, in false, which case it's still a false. problem, actually. If she I'm is real. trying to prove <laughs> him wrong. She is trying to prove him wrong, correct? I mean, I don't know. She's, she's like, she's, that's she's the, doing that's her what conscience. she's brought in. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, her job. Is no, she's wait, just hold playing up, devil's hold advocate. Hold up. Her job is to prove him wrong. They picked her because they knew she tried it, that, that she didn't believe in any of that so shit. So he's just sweet talking to her, <laughs> hand on the back, slipping the hand in for some hand holding. I'm waiting for you to tell me the part that makes it appropriate. So far, saying, you haven't said anything. This, and then she's about, okay with Neil it. Makes you she's think okay that with that it. And that's, why, and that's why these like small potatoes people, like the shapeshifter, she's like, oh, maybe I am okay with this a little bit. Like, we could do this. <laughs> and I'll like just. And now he's that I think totally about it, saying X Files checked out. Like, she did not move out of the way. Though. She did not. <laughs> exactly. hey, you guys, hey, you guys, guess what? He's a pusher. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! He was trying to push his lips on. It. Oh, but that wasn't him. That, that was wasn't a him. different that was, episode. Oh, no. That was small. Yeah, but but throughout Potato. the whole show, he's pushing himself on to her. I feel like you're forcing this. Yeah, you no, I'm not. I feel like you pushed that. Pushing this on us right yeah, now. I, I feel very pushed. Right Who hot out the oven? It is truth. The truth is out there. Truth Crush, that's been pushed down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm really happy to hear that you guys liked it enough to potentially continue yeah. watching. That's the whole point of this podcast is like maybe ordinarily you wouldn't have watched it because like I was saying at the beginning, life happens. There's a lot of shows in the world. Wait. Can't watch them all. Wait, can I can I finish my thought about... Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So my no, thought would be, I really like this, and I think the thing that's interesting about it is, like, if I if we took the concept... Because this is basically, in my mind, it's like Twilight Zone meets, uh, like, a procedural, right? Like a like a SVU. Yeah. Especially with these two episodes. For watched. sure. So, like, like the, the 2019, because that's when we're recording this, the 2019 versions of this is, like, Black Mirror, like, a little bit of Stranger Things, right? Like, taking something that's currently popular. Uh, I Like, the thing that I really like about The X-Files, both what I know of it and what I watched, is the way that it, like, makes you question things. Mm. And, like, the 90s version of that is, like, what if there's a guy who had a tail and also he can change into anybody? You know, like, it, yeah. like, it just makes you go... It, it, Oh, okay. In the 90s, you'd be like, oh, okay. And now the 2019 version of that would be like, what if there's another world where you're dating your mom or something like weird <laughs> yeah. like that? You well, know well, what wait, mean? wait, 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 well, no, no, no. What was the HBO dating. show? Like, what was the HBO show that her. just happened that they, the first season was two detectives and then the second one True. was. True detective? It was, that's yeah. what I like. That's what it is to me because I think sure. about the second season of or second or third. There were only two seasons. I forget. So far, two. they're com- they're coming out with the third one. Yeah. But the, at the end of that one, with uh, or maybe it was one with McConaughey sitting there, just yeah. being like tripping, tripping, and going through all of that. Yeah. yeah. What I thought was weird was what they chose not to address. Like in Small Potatoes, they're dealing with the fact that he has a tail. Sure but that he can shapeshift, which is definitely a big deal, but they just completely ignore the fact that he raped five women. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're just like, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, yes, we all, yes, he raped them. Oh my God, that's horrible. And like, <laughs> even, but Not isn't even it kind of funny though? Cause it's like hijinks. Right. And even yeah. in the first one, they're like, um, he murdered many people, but they're like, yeah, I know, but he has a brain tumor and like that makes him powerful. <laughs> it's like, why are we not dealing with the crime of it all? Well, that's another thing. Well, you, you do know that he didn't actually hit that woman, right? Um, in Pusher, he didn't actually assault her. You mean punch girl face, or what did I write? Girl, girl punch, punch face. face. <laughs> yeah, no, punch he just face. got her to 
think that her boss had been the one to hit her. No, I know, but don't you think he did also? No, I don't. No, but I do want to address. I do want to address your larger point, and I that is my problem with the X Files. Yeah, and I can't go too much further into it without spoiling a lot. But there's definitely a couple instances where either they gloss over what is essentially rape, or it doesn't seem like. They're aware that it's rape. That's what I mean. It's, <laughs> it's more that. It's more that there's these like insanely problematic plot points that they're like, well, no, they need our story, but they're episode, not our story. They are aware of it, but there is, it happens more than once. <laughs> and it is like, huh? Like, do you not? Th- <laughs> and, and not only does it not feel like it's appropriately handled, but it's like, why do you keep coming back to it though? This is like three or four episodes like this. And it's, it's, a, it's a theme for sure. And the woman that, the, the woman that had a strange shape-shifting man in her bathroom with her child does not go into hysterics. She's just like, can we use our bathroom now? I mean, it's <laughs> I been hours. I've and had to she drop was a sure dude. That was her husband that ran in there. When she it, he came out, he was a different guy. Anyway, I, I do want to go, if we can go back to the first episode that we watched a little bit. I have two notes. Absolutely, we can. Um, his so the first episode is about a guy who can like manipulate make you do anything just by telling you to it's really unclear to me how his powers work it seems like sometimes he has to like smooth talk you into doing something and other times he can just tell you to do it and you just do it immediately because it because it's the power of suggestion no no they say it his tumor because he has a tumor in his head Mm -hmm. is getting bigger and bigger and worse and worse and Duchovny's like (laughs) okay the more fox the fox is like the more that it's getting worse, the stronger his powers are basically getting. So it gets to a point where he doesn't even have to say shit. Like with the judge, he just, just stares at, at the him, judge yeah. and the judge yeah. is like, fucking innocent, bro, you're good. I do think it's an eye thing. I do think, I think it can be the power of suggestion and saying like... Well, it wasn't um, the eye thing for the, the cop at the beginning. Well, no, but that's what, he couldn't make eye contact with him. So that's where he was saying like, cerulean, mm. cerulean, right. cerulean. I mean, it, that's what hypnosis is, is the power of suggestion. You could hear something like two months but before, like that- I've already planted seeds to fuck with you guys' lives no two good. years from now. Cool. But the wow. fact that Thanks it was the, but the fact that the, never the, see it coming. The fact that it was the fire alarm that snapped Mulder out of it does make it seem like it was a sound thing. Sure, doesn't mm. it? I think sure. it's, I think I that think it's all wakes senses. you up. I think that kind of just is a jolting like alarm for yourself more than anything. Think of the um, haunting of Hill House. She was possessed. Should we think of that? Um, and then my <laughs> second thing is that okay. So in the climax of, of that episode, he forces Mulder and Scully into a three-way Russian roulette. Yeah, loved it. So. I, I love that climax. I think it's great. And I love the like just the blocking of the scene. It's like creepy and eerie when she walks into the room. There's some random dead dude on the floor. He's, he's not, not dead. dead. He's like some a sick, dude. unconscious yeah. coma man. Wait, um, before you go further, can you explain that? Because that confused me. Hmm. The room's full of like actual oxygen that, by the way, would have been cleared by the time she opened the door. But what does that mean from like a no. firing a bullet perspective? Oxygen is highly flammable. Well, you if could, well, you can, oh, pure okay. oxygen. Yeah, right? pure oxygen. Pure oxygen. But wouldn't it have like weird equalized when she opened? Have, did, what did they show you visually to Nothing. know that like she just goes, She's there's oxygen. She doctored it. No, no, no. I don't disagree that they it could have been, but they didn't, sh- they, it, it wasn't like she looked over and saw like a tank a t- that yeah. had been opened that was like, and she, and like give her the look on her face. Or you, well, like, it's oh, also it possible. Weird. It's she also just po- goes, Mulder, this room is full of oxygen. If you pull that trigger, we'll never, right. Well, the spark from the gun. Here's the thing. Is that a? We don't know that that was actually true, and she wasn't just saying that to get him to not shoot. Oh, sure. Because you know how in that scene he mentions you shot Mulder once. Interesting. The context of that, and I, and it would be interesting to go back and watch that episode. I don't remember that very well, but it was because he was about to like assassinate his nemesis, and so she shot him in an attempt to be like, 
Interesting. We don't want to go there. So he was about to shoot a nemesis and she was saying like maybe what she just had to to get him to not pull the trigger. We don't know that it was actually it real. It was confusing. That's Wait, Mulder, it's actually spaghetti. If you fire it, it'll be dinner time. <laughs> she should have tried that. I would have been like, that sounds amazing. Mel, I'm going to shoot Mulder is not Rainer, several right? Several times. Mel, you'd people. be the best hostage like crisis well, okay, negotiator. Here's my question. Is that he, 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 he points the gun Yes. At Modell, he takes a shot. It yes. clicks. Nothing's in there. Correct. Then he fire. He t- he clicks and he p- pointed at his own head, and there's Correct. nothing in there. Yes. And then, without being asked to, he points it to Scully, and I'm like, because of the powers of the mind. You so it's his eyes made him do it. Subconscious. Yeah. Because, I, it's I was subconscious. paying attention though. He didn't like look to Scully. He didn't. No, he just Robert b- bore into his soul and said, he didn't "Do it." Do anything to suggest. Look, he might have said it before she got in there. You no. like, Listen, oh, that's true. if in the event that we are in a Russian roulette type situation, another person walks in, make sure that after <laughs> me, then you, the next person is the person who goes next. You got to aim the gun at them. The only thing I I'm noted, not going to say this when the cameras are in here. I mean, if there were, but just in no case. Cameras. The, the, the only thing I noted was that he said, thanks for joining us when she walked in the room. So that might have been like a subconscious thing that now she's joined the game. Yeah, she he, wait, he was waiting for it. You can't really play roulette with two people is not fun. <laughs> You'd know three people is great because then someone else, like two people, know that one person died. The other way, great. it's like, uh, like he didn't shoot. There was no money on the line. It isn't. Where's the fun? Roulette. I'm just. It saying. is definitely Russian roulette. I don't want you to confuse yeah, roulette the game. Roulette is a game. <laughs> it's close enough. In Vegas, with a little, is it a die or is it a ball? No, it's a ball, ball. and it's it rolls a around. It's, it's a marble. Like on a circular. It's, it's typically a tooth. It'll take a tooth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly. actually. Yeah. All right, true. let's move on to our second to last segment before we give Neil the floor. Um, and I think we already know the answer to this. Yeah. But should you see it? I mean, Guys, and so give your are we recommendation to the audience? Yeah. This is a uh, directly to the audience. Fourth wall lifted. Should they see it? I or would. Not? I would say yeah. I mean. I and will you see more of it? My only fear with it, with seeing it, would be that it um, plateaus in the in the sense of their relationship, just feeling like the same thing regurgitated in a hundred different ways. That's because you're saying it's eleven seasons, or I don't know if that's a true or it is statement 11. or not. That seems like a lot. Of, I, I don't know. I'd be intrigued to see their dynamic. And I think that. I mean, their relationship changes, but it, I mean. But also knowing that they're not love interest, like it, it never comes into a love interest kind of thing. You can't possibly watch it. If there's no underlying porn, he's not going to watch it. I didn't say that. No, it's just. I was talking about the first several seasons. They don't. And that's the thing is that they don't. It's not the kind of show. Let's say hypothetically, they become lovers at a certain point. They don't really talk about it. Like that. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Um, But, and that's not even necessarily to say that there wouldn't be a one-off episode, because there are weirdo episodes where they wouldn't talk about it, but it's just not the norm. It's like any procedural crime drama, it's about the case they're on. And and there are episodes about their lives, and they do get into the, like, little bit more relationship-y stuff, whether it's, like, just their interpersonal relationship as, like, confidants with one another or otherwise. There's a little bit. Here and there, I, I I don't even think that I well, should yeah. say more. And then, some of what I'm saying still, is not then, yeah, entirely then I would, accurate. I'd be intrigued. Like yeah. I would watch. No, it. I get what you're saying. If it's all the same for 11 years, that, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, I I, I agree, and, and I already kind of said it. I it was not the show I expected it to be, mm. and I did very much enjoy watching it. And it was not one of those things where I felt obligated to. I was actually really enjoying it, and even the episode that I had already seen. 
I really enjoyed it. And watching it a second time, I really enjoyed it. And the house that was definitely on fire at one point that you guys are all <laughs> stating was not. But the house that the Eddie guy lives in was already burned down. Um, I don't know what that has to do with it just does it's just the things i notice but i <laughs> i albeit the Die like definite like aged perspective of like the male guiding the woman thing which we talked about that i didn't love like i found it very engaging i found the topics they picked really interesting um yeah i i definitely would recommend watching it again and i think that um people that do would enjoy it cool Dig on. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I would, this is definitely worth watching. If you're somebody who, um, likes, um, like procedurals and good television. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) don't editorialize my, my, you can say your thing. Uh, if you're somebody who likes, uh, procedurals or you like uh, science fiction, X-Files is like kind of main, that's like a go-to. It's definitely really good, especially watching, uh, Gillian Anderson's performances. She's a phenomenal actress. Yeah. And uh, Vince Gilligan's writing, it's like, it's weird and it's quirky to where you think you know where stuff's going to go. And like, especially these two episodes that we watched, I like didn't ever feel like I knew exactly what was going to happen. But it was uh, definitely, I would say, watch it for sure. The only thing that I didn't, again, I didn't, the music kept taking me out of it yeah. personally because the sounds just. Uh, it's a little cheesy. It's a little cheesy sound. The, the composing isn't bad specifically. It's just the sample sound sounded weird to me. So it sounded sure. a little dated in a way that if you're cool with that, it doesn't bother you, then go for it. Well, sure. Declan is literally a composer, so that's going to bother him more than the average. So it's take that with whatever salt amount you want to take it with. Mm. Okay, it's my turn, guys. I couldn't recommend it enough. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> series. Feels like a biased opinion. Go <laughs> no, ahead. not at all. But also, I want to finish and say that it's an iconic show that is hugely influential. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it influenced television and continues to do so today. And love those guys. Love Dave. Love Jill. Love, that's, well, Vince. I love those guys. Um, and yeah, this show is, it's been my favorite show since I was nine years old. And it's great that, uh, I mean, is. honestly, experiment success. Because I would never, of my own uh, volition, watch this. Good. Cool. There you go. All right, let's enter our final segment and give Neil the floor, and he's going to tell us what we're going to watch next week, and yeah. then we're going to tell him what we know of it. So, um, I really wanted to stick to the theme of, to your point in the beginning, uh, movies that, or TV shows, or or whatever, but that people haven't, that I always wish people have seen, but they haven't seen when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always feel like. I want them to see it, but they're, I just know they're not going to. So God. Oh God. the movie is from 1990 and mm. it's called Total Recall. Mm. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I feel okay. like that's like, isn't that a cult classic? It, um, to a certain extent. Yeah. But I know I, it's very seldom that you see people who've actually seen it. Now they did make a remake of it. Uh, relatively recently. So you want to watch the original, but Total I want to watch your, I'm going to watch the, the Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Classic. Okay. Schwarzenegger's in it. Uh, to give you a brief synopsis, um, Douglas Quaid is a board construction worker in 2084 who dreams of visiting the colonized Mars. He visits Recall, which is a company that plants false memories into people's brains in order to experience the thrill of Mars without having to travel there. And that's all I'm going to say about it, because I know that I think some people haven't seen it at all. I've saw part of it and fell asleep. 
but not not <laughs> not not that is literally going to be the name of your autobiography not because it was bad or good or otherwise just because i yeah, will always that fall asleep you are. watching yeah, tv absolutely. yeah by 8 30 so I think I've I think I watched Total Recall like for real like man like before high school for sure definitely like a long time ago and I know like memes about it but I haven't like given it like a solid like sit down and watch in well over a decade for sure so I'm I'm intrigued. Um I know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is in it. I know there's a woman with three boobs. It's all you need to know. Um, I know it, that doesn't he say something about how his penis? I'm not giving anything away. You so know you what can, I'm talking about. Can, There's like a famous line where he's talking about how it <laughs> eats people. I don't know what it is. I mean, it is I Schwarzenegger. Hope, I hope but it's, what I hope it's nothing like that. I where just, he's like, he says she she asks him something, and his response is like. <laughs> I don't know what it is. My well, penis What is this? This is I, I my whistle. That, I hope that people know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's I like do, a line but I'm in not going to say anything. Yeah, okay. don't say anything. Don't give it away. All right, there's a line where he's like, yeah, it knocks people out and eats them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. My well, anaconda don't want none. Wait, are we watching? Unless you got three Are boobs, we watching huh? Arnold at like his peak? Yeah, it's 1990. Yeah, 1990. Well, I don't know. It's, it's probably. I mean, jingle all the way is probably. I was gonna say exactly. that peak for Arnold, me is for peak sure. Arnold, absolutely, and peak Phil Hartman. May he rest but, in peace. But to oh, say that, but to soon. say that the guy, the um, the person who directed this is uh, Paul Verhoeven, or who I don't know how to Verhoeven? pronounce his name, but he's done. Like he did Hoven. RoboCop. He did Basic Instinct. He did Starship Troopers. Mm. Oh my god. I Starship he, uh, Starship. he did um what was the other thing the big thing that well he did conan Dude. the barbarian which was another schwarzenegger mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. once you've made the sale stop selling he did showgirls into it showgirls, oh my God, that's showgirls. a flick that is quite i might pick that at some yeah, point me too <laughs> me too whoa i'm just saying so he's like well, it's a, that's a good that's a well-known like, we're excited good movies, you know we're yeah. excited hopefully excited. hopefully this one worked out. We liked this. Yeah. Should we talk about our last thing? Should we mention it at all? What thing? Our last podcast. Oh, yeah, sure. So for those of you who are new here, welcome. Hello. How are you? Which would be everybody because this is the first episode. No, I mean, who for are those of you who have been yeah. who transferred fans. over. Wow. <laughs> well, for, for people that haven't yeah, been with us already. Yeah, true, for our true, non-following okay, followers. Over yeah, from our previous erase podcasts. that. I forgot. That, yeah, no, yeah. you're worth leaving it in. You're dumb. <laughs> For those of you who did not follow us from Felicity and Friends, um, if you have noticed that we sound so natural on the mic, it's because we have done a podcast before called Felicity and Friends, uh, where we watched all of the late 90s, early 2000s coming of age hit drama Felicity. um, And we all loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go listen to it. Just take us for our word. Take my word for it. Uh, And Neil, especially, I think, was a huge fan of it. Um, no, it, fucking it, amazing, it's, uh, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, Paige Turner. But I think that it's great to mention that because not only if you loved this, there's so much content of very similar style of the four of us um, that you can go listen to Felicity and Friends on wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, however, not however. In addition to that statement. Um, the beginning of that podcast, we were actually podcast beginners and it yeah. is a little rough. 
And um, I would say that we, this podcast will benefit from what, how many episodes did we record? Like 60 oh, something? A well, bunch. As no, many episodes like as there are of Felicity. Because there were yeah. 20 episodes a season. What we learned from doing yeah, that was need well, we, we torture each other respectively to watch an entire show? <laughs> or is just, just a couple well, of, just yeah. an episode or well, two? Well, I think enough, what we really. realized is did we want to do an entire another series maybe not but did we want to keep podcasting and the answer was absolutely um well I, so it wasn't absolutely if you can't tell i had to pull a couple of teeth <laughs> <laughs> uh if you can't tell we're real life buds real life cu- couple friends and yeah we just like watching stuff together and talking about it we sure do and we hope you enjoy listening to it thank you for listening to this episode um we can't really appreciate it and we'll catch you next week when we watch total recall total recall All right. Thank you.